right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Jake, how you doing? How's it going? Good. I am well. You uh, you are good. We've been playing phone tag and text tag for like three days trying to do this. It's uh, Saturday into Sunday morning at about 1 a.m., and uh, you're feeling good? Good, good, good. I, uh, I, I have about three hours of sleep and a pretty decent buzz going. I, I'm the perfect yin and yang between, like, lack of sleep and alcohol and cold. Like, I've been coughing a lot, and so I have that kind of going on. So it's yin and yang and a third one. I'm going to call it jang. You need a... I'm gonna, Throw some yeah. NyQuil on top of that. Then you'll have, like, the, the, the chemical buzz, the alcohol buzz, and the no-sleep buzz. I got some mushrooms in the nightstand, but I'm saving those for a special occasion. Don't have any cough medication. Well, we talked about the shrooms last time. What, why, why are you on three hours sleep? What kept you awake? What's going on? I, 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 I had work last night, man. I, uh... I, I was doing the real estate thing for a while, which I I, I still am, but I, I've now started bar backing at a, uh, a steakhouse in Midtown. Oh, so that awesome gets you done place, like, what, man. 2 a.m., something like that, too, and then you got to yeah, clean yeah, up Yeah, dude, if I, if I closed, like, on a weekend, yeah, and I, 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 I closed it, it uh, last night, so we got done, like, around 2.30 or something like that. Get home 3, get to yeah. bed around 3.30, and then you got to get up and do real estate. Well, no, no, I hung out and drank until <laughs> three. Uh, I, I got home around four or something. Um, yeah, and then I got up today and did real estate shit. So I, yeah, I'm going on like uh, three hours. But, you know, I, I got an application in on the real estate thing, helped out a friend of mine. Uh, to, you know, Today is technically Sunday. Do you get to sleep in on the Lord's Day or do you have to work on Sunday? Are you going to get to recuperate? I mean, aside from going to church, which we all know you do. I I do I, I, I do, but uh, here's the thing: it's like I I I feel good with this new job, man. Like I I I I think this new job will be my main kind of in, income thing. And since you mentioned the Lord, I feel like I'm doing the Lord's work with this new job because if you've read the Bible, which admittedly I have not, but I've heard stories from it. And that Jesus Christ fella, he wasn't about charging people percentages on rentals for apartments or huts or whatever the fuck they had. This is true. Back in Jerusalem. And he, he, turned, turned, he turned water into wine, so he's, he's into alcohol. Saying. Yeah, that was his first magic trick. What happened? He was at a <laughs> wedding. They ran out of booze. And he was like, you want to see some shit? You got water? And they were like, yeah. And he was like, bam, it's liquor now, son. That, that was his first magic trick. That's You know, was he the bartender? No, they already had bartenders. He was the bar back. That's what I am. I stock the bar. I'm doing the Lord's work. That's what I do now. That's That's, awesome. that's my new job. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's paying well, though. You get, you get a good uh, haul at the end of the night? Yeah, at the end of the night. However, I'm not getting a lot of nights yet since I'm new. But the thing is, is, like, there's some bar backs that they're wanting to make into bartenders. And so now they're going to give me their shifts. But see, like, the bar backs still get good money because we take a percentage of all the bartender shifts. And they got, like, if it's a busy night, you know, they'll have, like, three working at one time. And so, you know, you add, like, 20, 30% of, uh, 
three people, that's a fucking still good amount of tips. That's solid. Well, beats the yeah. shit out of the real estate that you always hated. It is, it is. And I just I, I just took an application today from somebody working at that place, man. So oh, it's kind of helping that. networking. Thing. Yeah, yeah. You'll be there and yeah, people there's... need a place to live. And you're like, well, I know of a place to live. Exactly. You know, and I, I, I charge them way less than any of the other brokers in this fucking city. And so, you know, it works out good. There you go. Works out for me. Works out for them. Well, cool. Well, uh, let's jump in. I uh, kind of, I don't even know what I want to talk about anymore. There are so many fucking things going through my mind. Uh, I originally wanted to talk Ooh, to you about Let's Russia go with number ISIS. three. I'm going to pick through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's I, go with that. I don't even know what number three would be. Okay, let's go with Russia and ISIS. So I saw someone post the other day on Facebook. Um, it's funny how spin happens right away. Uh, it was one of those memes that said something like, Russia's kicking the shit out of ISIS, and all we're talking about is the Kardashians. And so I immediately was like, uh, actually, Russia's bombing the U.S. allies and leaving ISIS alone. They say they're bombing ISIS, but they're bombing the rebels because they're in favor of Assad. And the person was like, really? I didn't know that. I'm like, that's how shit gets convoluted through just social media instead of news sources. And I just thought it was interesting that, I mean, just that that's how information gets just disseminated and, and spread incorrectly. They were like, oh, well, why can't we kick the shit out of ISIS? Russia's doing it. And it's like, no, Russia's actively working against us. And then the other thought I had on that topic is uh, Putin and Obama sort of talked, not talked, but made arrangements, not about bombing targets, but about, hey, how do we keep our planes from hitting one another in the air? So I thought that was kind of shitty for the people of Syria that the only discussions two world powers had was, okay, we don't want your planes to bump into our planes, and you don't want our planes to shoot at your planes, so are we cool? All right, cool, you bomb here, we'll bomb here, and everybody's awesome. And the people in Syria are like, great, we're still getting the shit kicked out of us. Yeah, I I think pretty much anybody who is sort of upset that Russia's doing this is, I don't know, man, like, they're... they're they're sort of out there because they, they, they're they really bombing the people that we were bombing. And then they go, well, they're not just bombing ISIS. They're also bombing the moderate rebels who, who we helped arm. And it's like, yeah, well, we you probably should have done that. To, to be honest, we'll probably be bombing those same people a good one to five years from now anyway. So if anything... The Russians are just giving us a good head start on bombing the free Syrian army, as we're calling them now. But as we'll call them in the future, Brysis, ISIS's evil cousin. We didn't know about Brysis, but we do now. So <laughs> we're all, fuck them up. They're all shaved down. They have goatees, making them the evil uh, twin. But um, Oh, they shaved the beards into goatees. Evil Bond villain shit. We got to take them the fuck out, don't we? Yeah, but so, but how... But what do you think of the fact that everybody's just bombing everybody and that seems to be the solution? You got any thoughts on that? I think it's just, you know, I, I really don't know what to think. I mean, obviously, ISIS is the main yeah, threat. Yeah, I think we but should, you, should you also have that, you also have Turkey involved. Now, Turkey is bombing the Kurds, and the Kurds are fighting ISIS, not really Assad. They sort of defect it. I mean, it's like, it's so fucking convoluted you know turkey is supposed to be our ally but they want to bomb the kurds and the kurds just want to be left alone 
I guess they well, are no, getting frisky That's exactly with it, turkey. man. I, I, the whole thing, it's, 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 it's like that show Game of Thrones or something, where it's like... Oh, this is a real-life Game of Thrones, God, That's a good movie. Fucking A right yeah. it is, man. You know, we, we in this country, we like to paint it out between good and evil. We don't use those terms, but you, we use... U.S. allies, non-U.S. allies, like that—that that kind of shit. No, we like you using still, good and evil because we like we. That's easier for people to understand. People don't understand. Yeah, but allies. I'm saying like, look at Sarah Palin. She had no idea who the allies and Axis yeah. were in World War Two. They had to brief her on that. Well, yeah, but she she's ridiculous. She's you know most Americans people are thing. ridiculous. They are, and that's why you can pull this good and evil shit. I, I understand what you're saying, but like. Well, what I'm saying is they they don't say good and evil, but they they sort of imply good and evil. But it's it's not really a thing. Like we're not even that good. Like no, we, we're not. We fucking do a lot of bad shit, and so we're we're just another player in this Game of Thrones thing. But the thing is, it's like if we decide that like there's two sides. There's either the side that's with the United States in the Middle East or against the United States in the Middle East. It's like, well, it's not really going to work because there's some sides that are fighting other sides that might not necessarily agree with those first two sides. Like, you know, they might be jumping back and forth a little bit. You know what I mean? Or like the side that we decide is good there and the side that we decide is evil in that one conflict might be switched around. There might well, be that's, another country yeah, that kind of fucking fluid. does the same shit. People, yeah. I, I heard a news report, fuck, was it today? Was it yesterday? It was, it was yesterday. It was on NPR. And it was a, I don't, I can't remember his name. It was a Middle East expert. And he literally said what you did, saying that, uh, like, day to day, the battle can change. Like, on one day. His shit was probably way less drunk and with way more <laughs> sleep than mine. So it's it better articulate, but I I, I like that you it was can translate. The, well, yeah, it was the same point. It was garbage into this pod, podcast. You can you can kind of can separate the you can you can dig through the rough for the diamonds. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, he was saying like on Monday the rebels would be fighting ISIS and the Assad forces would be taking a break. On Tuesday the rebels would be face, facing fighting uh, Assad. And ISIS would be fighting Assad. So basically the rebels right. and ISIS are both fighting Assad. <coughs> but then on Wednesday, uh, the rebels would take a break and Assad would bomb the, the Kurds. So ISIS would fight the Kurds. So then Assad and ISIS are on the same side. That is like every fucking day you are like different allies and enemies because there are so many people fighting one another that it, you know... Maybe it almost makes sense to just fucking nuke the entire country. Let all the refugees get out. Anybody with a gun that remains, just fucking drop a bomb and say, there you go, that's what you get for staying. We're going to start fresh. Let all the refugees back in off after everyone with a gun is dead. Nah, because, you know, you nuke everybody, you're only really hitting the people that are too poor to even leave. You know what I'm saying? No, that poor people are leaving. That's my point. Just to say... I mean, right now, not a poor people are leaving. It still take money to leave, man. Well, yeah, they're what paying. The fuck, you think they're eating on that trip, man? Nothing. The that's what makes the refugee crisis going on in Europe so. Well, they're insane. not. They're not eating nothing. Some of them are eating nothing, but for the most part, they try to save up a bit and they they try to go, man. If you're so fucking broke, you stay there. Yeah, I mean, there's just no easy answer. Obviously, my comment was not meant in seriously. No one's gonna drop a nuke on there, but. 
Sometimes that feels like the only fucking answer. I was considering it before you withdrew that comment. I was I was just close to doing it. I got me an old nut Russian nuke, man. I'm surprised yeah. that didn't make more uh, news. Um, who the fuck was just caught last week trying to buy nuclear material, and they got busted because it was a sting operation, and didn't really make much news, but it was like, oh yeah, there ISIS is still out there trying to buy... By Honestly, I didn't catch it, but Vice did a thing on that. They actually went to like a an Eastern, <coughs> some Eastern European country that's kind of close to Russia, and they straight up bought a nuke on camera from some general who used to be a Russian general, but now he's whatever, whatever Vakia general, and he's like, yeah, I still have the nukes. I have it buried in my mother's garden, and fucking sold it to him, man. Huh. What don't they get on film? Those fucking guys. The the head, the executive producer slash creator was on Colbert. And uh, just... No shit. Yeah, just... Uh, Shane Smith? Was it Shane Smith? I don't know. It's frumpy sort of uh, bearded fella. Yeah, and it's Shane Smith. Yeah. I mean, it was a neat little interview, but he just said he's tired of traditional source newsing. He wants to go straight to the source. He's like, we will go straight there and get everything, you know, he wants actual on-the-ground reporting, not, uh, well, this news story picked it up, so we're going to pick it up, and we're just going to reblog what the other news stories blogged. You know, he, he got tired of that, because that's, that's, that's how news gets put out there these days, is that's, you know, one person well, it's says... it's because it's such a business, it's yeah. such a profit-driven thing. With Vice, it's, well, it's not, Shane not even Smith a is like a billionaire from some other shit, right? And he was like, I'm going to do a completely independent thing, like, we're not driven on ratings and, like, here's what we need to do to get fucking profit because if we don't have ratings, we can't get advertisers, right? Like, advertisers pay us for how much ratings we have because that's how many people's going to say their shit, right? We, we don't care about that. We're just going to do the news. I got all the money. I made all the money. Here's the fucking money. Let's make the news. That's awesome, man. They they have no puppeteers, man. They just got the news. And that's awesome. That's good shit. Yeah, I agree. But I was I guess I was thinking of a different angle, which I agree with yours. When it get, the the corporate news is big and what they do is just look for profit and ratings. And then you have all the online sources, that's what I was thinking about, which have absolutely no budget. So they just basically take what's already out there and rebrand it a little. And that's what I was saying is how everything gets confused is because you put a false story in somewhere, then you get enough people to tweet it, and then it gets confusing and people are like, oh, this must be real. So then it gets, quote, reported, and it goes all the way up because the small places don't have the resources to, to fact check. And then by the time it gets to the big ones, they're like, the story might not even be the what was written about it might be the story is like oh look at the the information that was fake or look or that's just a conversation on the story if that makes sense so say the story is you know 10 people beheaded but it turns out nobody was beheaded uh by the time it gets to the bigs they're saying oh there's a story saying that 10 people were beheaded we haven't confirmed it yet and then if it turns out to be false they don't even go back and fact check they're just sort of they move on to the next subject instead of instead of uh yeah, apologizing weird, they just move on it, in, in a strange kind of way, like the, you know, the bigger news kind of reaches down to the fucking bottom of the barrel to try to, <coughs> to try to like, I don't know, connect with people. 
get ratings, that kind of thing. But they're like, they're like repeating people's tweets at this fucking point, you know? It was bad enough when they would have the panel of two random jackasses arguing about whatever the fuck the 30 seconds of news was. Like, here's 30 seconds of a news story. Now we're going to have two, three jackasses that you've never heard of argue about the 30 seconds of news we just said for like 10 minutes. That's still mostly the news, but now they've gone to like reading tweets of people. Well, like, that's because that's about noise. Guy it, said, it has blah, nothing blah, 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 to blah. do with the, it's about repetition and noise. It has nothing to do with content anymore. I mean, the yeah. content so far as it has to do with if it bleeds, it leads. If it's sensationalistic, yeah, they'll talk about that all day. If it's important, they might not because it's boring. But the, the tweets, <coughs> the amount of tweets and the volume, if something hits, you know, I'm going to make this number of 20,000 retweets, then they'll get noticed and say, ooh, why is this trending? Why are people talking about this? And like you said, then they'll bring the talking heads in. Well, why are people talking about this? Well, because of ABC. No, fuck you. It's because of DEF. No, fuck you. It's ABC. And then, like, it's just arguing for the sake right. of people wanting to hear their opinion validated, and that's why a lot of people turn into tune into the news these days is to have opinions validated, not to get information. Which brings us back to Vice, which I don't watch it as often as I should, but when I do, like, I like uh, Frontline, because that's on PBS. Those are really good documentaries or, or news hours when they take one bit of information and break it down over the course of an hour. Um, and Vice is, is the same thing. So traditional was- fact-gathering news is out there, but it's not broadcast anymore there it's it's not commercial driven it's got to be specialty driven like frontline and vice well that's the thing is is vice has gotten a lot bigger particularly in the last few years oh it's number now, one now they're it's, on hbo yeah it's, it's number yeah, one and yeah, hbo knows like, they just leave it alone they're like yeah. all right well fucking you do your thing and we'll just take it for the feather in our cap the fact that we are hbo and we give you the best see, broadcast the cool thing about vice is there still about getting the information out there? Yeah, because like, HBO leaves the them alone. That they... HBO is just like hands off, like awesome. You do well, what you do. You don't and... need to subscribe to HBO to get advice. No, I know it's online. You can, yeah, yeah. You, you can get it online. Like they'll put the full HBO episodes on YouTube after a year, and and they still have like the old stuff on YouTube, and then they do shorter things that aren't like a half hour or longer because each one on HBO is an hour. It's two half-hour things, right? And so any any shorter thing they have just goes straight to YouTube, you know? And after a year, all the stuff that was on HBO goes to YouTube. But I, I, I actually saw a really interesting one not that long ago on Iran on the, the most recent season. I think it's season three on, on YouTube. But apparently Iran is the per capita, like, transgender capital of the world. What? As far as, yeah, yeah, as far as... the world or the Middle East? Of the world. Like, what the fuck? The whole big round thing we we live on, man. Big rock spinning around the sun, man. Right past Venus. I did not see that coming. Does that relate to to, to Chai Boy Burka Boys, or is that just... A little bit, a little bit. What was the reasoning? Turns out, like, you, you hear that one fact, and you're like, wow, Iran must be a little bit progressive. Not quite. Turns out, reason it's like that is because it, 
the penalty for being gay in Iran is death, right? Right. Straight up puts you to death. However, in the 1980s, the transgender thing came up with Ayatollah Khamenei, and Khamenei. he thumbed through the Koran. Khamenei? Yeah, yeah. I think I said it right. Either way. I'm a little drunk. It's pretty late. Ain't got a lot of sleep. It's Ayatollah Khamenei. Back. Yeah. <laughs> so he thumbed through the Koran, and he couldn't find nothing on transgender people. So he was like, listen, Koran says gay people got to go. However, transgender people, fuck it. It's good that you found yourselves. However, you better have a doctor's note or else you're going. I just think it's weird. So it's technically not the transgender capital of the world. It's the wink, wink, I'm transgender, just so gays don't get stoned or beaten to death. Now, are transgenders uh, shunned or discriminated against or told you need to fucking act butch? Or is it like, oh, okay, that's he's not gay, he's transgender. We get it. Yeah, it's 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 more like the second thing. Wow. Like they, before, <coughs> I mean, it, it takes a while to switch over, and so they more or less live in like a, I don't know, medical concentration camp. I, oh, I don't so that's bad. Know. It's not like they get to like just go to the doctor and say, "Hey, doc." Well, I'm no, he, eventually they're done. But I'm saying like it takes a long time. To switch over genders, like it's it's not like a, you you go in for one surgery. Oh, so they actually have to get the, the operation if they want to live. Uh, they can't just say I'm transgender and not get the operation and just live their life. They literally have to say uh, I'm transgender and then apply and have the medical procedures done, even though they might just be gay. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's just and, sad. I thought the gays yeah. had found a pretty good loophole just by. <laughs> You know, maybe putting their hand on the Quran and raising their right hand and say, "Yeah, I I swear on this Bible, Quran, book, holy that I'm I am transgender." A I yeah. will go away. I will wrap up in a burqa tomorrow. No, not quite that simple. Like I, I, I mean, you have to, and they have like psychologists. I, I'm gonna say quote unquote because you're kind of a psychologist for a weird fucking reason yeah. you know what i'm saying and, and what and is it good medical practice to do the surgeries or is it like the the c students of iranian medical schools that just like like what kind of care do they get is, is it like okay we need to transform this person to let them live out their life but or is it just like yeah what what kind of doctors are doing the surgeries over there well, I, I, I mean, I, I only know what I saw in the Vice document. Yeah, that's what I'm asking you, is that they cover that, I guess. For, from there, they seem pretty squared away, man. Uh, I mean, they were good. I, I, I just think it's weird that anybody could... <coughs> and again, this might just be my atheist cuntiness coming out, but I just think it's weird that anybody could take so seriously or a religion that's like that just kind of like one-sided on one issue and then the other sided on the other one like it's just weird that they they think that this ayatollah has contact with god or whatever the fuck hey everyone and does they, people think the pope have con pope has contact with god the mormons believe the head of the mormon church right gets contact with god but they tend to be fairly consistent on certain types of issues 
I think it's weird that they think that there's some god that is really, really right-wing on gay stuff, but really, really left-wing on transgender stuff. Like, that's just weird to me. You know what I, I mean? think it's funny that, given what you said, I, I think it's hilarious that he admitted, I, I, I don't want to say defeat, but defeat where, like you said, he, he's the, you know in the 80s they dealt with the problem and his, his solution was, fuck, there's nothing in our book. I, I got nothing. Give him yeah. surgery, like you know, like so. Maybe it's not Wait, even the god is right or left wing. It's or just whatever like, the fuck. Only, only, only sex change operations were done with chewing gum and broken glass. So <laughs> not a lot of people were finding themselves right. back then. So there wasn't a really a passage on it in any holy book. I was so just gonna say the, the answer might have been like, yeah, it's not there. The, fuck it. I thought the answer might have been like, well, God didn't see this one coming, <laughs> like. For all his or her infinite wisdom and omnipotence, God kind of dropped the ball on God right. born with balls that shouldn't have been. Back in the day when your only medical tools were sharpened sticks and poison ivy, there were certain surgeries that just fucking, you know, didn't get done. Not a lot of tit jobs back in the year two or seven or 15 or... Whenever any of these fucking books are written, right? This is a horrible so, joke, but it just popped into my head. Not a joke, but thought that that's a it's a it's a thought that's a bad, not funny joke. But uh, it would have been great without you, this weird stuttery setup. What the fuck, man? Uh, I'm just wondering because I don't want to do something hacky and sell it like I'm selling it. Like, hey, this is funny. Is like I can't help that it popped into my head, but I don't want to just blurt it out and make people. Well, he thinks he's funny. I, I want to give the setup so that it's horrible. I am so judging this comment now with all this fucking... <laughs> dude, with all this intro... The long and the short of it is, do they have plastic surgery in Iran? I mean, would a woman ever get a boob job just so she could wear it under her fucking burqa and never see it except for the joy of her husband? That's what I was wondering, is like, what would the point be of a boob job? Because here, they're to flaunt, like, literally, like, look at my tits, as opposed to there, would it be like... The husband commands, you get a boob job. That's what I'm wondering, is do they have boob jobs? I mean, if they have gender reassignment, then they must have other forms of plastic surgery. What would the point oh, be yeah, of a boob there's, job? Oh, there's, yeah, there's, there's dudes getting tips. I, I'm i going to go out on a limb and say there's ladies getting tit jobs too, man. Yeah, and then my, my what's the point, though? The point? Yeah, if they, if if they're they're gonna get a tit job and then just wear it under the burqa, that's my thought. Is like, what's the fucking point? Just so you know, uh, uh, for the bedroom, I guess would be the only point. You know, just so that the yeah, it's, it's it's just it, man. It's for the husband, and then he can brag to his friends while he's out. He's like, you see that crazy ghost looking thing over there? <laughs> it's got great tits it's got under a it. Tit job underneath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got tit job. That's how little I am. The only other uh, burka joke I ever did was when I was over there uh, and just so fucking hot. And I'd see these, the little black, you know, ghost dots walking around. And I had the thought, I'm like, what must they smell like? You know, every day that sweat caked under that blanket and they are a walking Dutch oven at times. Because, you know, they just, you know, when they let one rip, it just, it stews in there. Yeah. Well, they either have to, A, buy a strong enough perfume that covers that up, or B, go deep enough into Craigslist casual encounters that they find freaks that are just into that kind of thing, man. 
Well, Those are their two options. Well, then they just need Asians because, you know, it's Japanese businessmen that buy soiled panties from vending machines and online. Do you think it... No, no, no. To be fair. To be fair to Japanese businessmen, the panties they buy are like, you know, they're from young Japanese high school students. They're not from old 45-year-old <laughs> Saudi women. You know what I'm saying? Well, there I are young 20-year-old like Saudi ribbon, women. I mean, there are young 14-year-old Saudi teenagers that aren't in high school because it's Saudi Arabia, not Japan, where girls are allowed to go to school. But, you know. I'm not saying that I wouldn't like to sniff the panties of an old Saudi woman for free. <laughs> what I'm saying is that if given the option in a vending machine, if you're if you're giving me Japanese college student, see, I shifted that so I don't sound weird and pedophilic. No, college student is much better. I mean, Japanese businessmen, they can buy all the teenage panties they want because they're perverts. If Jake is buying panties, he wants to go college. I got where you went with that because you're not God damn right. Jake is a progressive man. Exactly. Anyway. I followed you. So, I'm saying, like, if you're me or a Japanese businessman, you know, given the option, you're going to go that route or you're going to go, here's an Australian girl on spring break from wherever, like, you know. And then you go all the way down to Saudi woman under a burqa who hasn't showered for a week. <laughs> That's basically like the Milky Way of the vending machine, is it not? I mean, Milky Ways are decent. I'm not going to turn down a Milky Way. However, if you give me a Snickers or a Reese's peanut butter with, cup first, yeah, yeah, like with with also, you know, like nugget or peanut Twix or bar, you know, maybe fucking, those whatever. Are top of the line, yeah, exactly. I'm saying that's the one that, if offered, it's going to be decent. I'm not going to turn down the opportunity to sniff any old woman's panties. I don't give a shit where she's from. However, in a vending machine, I'm going for the younger women in the more developed countries. Those with showers and razors and toilet paper. I I don't regret much in my life. I don't. Everything I've done has gotten me to this point, and it's pretty okay right now. But we've talked about this on the podcast. When I was in Korea and Japan, I saw, like, dildo vending machines, and I took a picture because I thought it was funny. But I never... In Tokyo, I saw some porn areas, but I never saw a panty vending machine. And my regret is that I wish I had seen one and just bought a pair of panties. Not even to take out of the jar, just to own and put on a mantle to say, yeah, I bought those panties in a vending machine in Japan. I wish I had done that. <laughs> awesome. Not even to ever, like, like, like a Star Wars collectible. Just leave them in the case so they maintain value. Just a collector's item. All right. Hey, fucking sex toys are ridiculous. What's wrong with your hands, people? Well... What's wrong with your hands, listeners? Well, for women, I get it, because they can't insert a hand. Well, they can, but it just doesn't, hands don't vibrate and, you know, have that right cylindrical shape. Nah, fuck that. Curve your fingers. (laughs) Use the other hand to get the clitoris at the same time. You're going to tell me if you were stranded on an island like Tom Hanks and Castaway, you wouldn't find a way to use your fingers? Use your fucking fingers, just like you figured out how to do in junior high or late elementary, 
whatever the fuck. Jake, just use your hands. This makes no sense. You're you're arguing. You're you just you you use two rotten arguments that would lose in a court of law because the other lawyer would slam you with you're not on a stranded island and you don't have the ability to buy better things when you're in junior high. But as you become an adult. Uh, what in a about first Wilson, world country, what about Wilson? He first world country con. woman can enter a goddamn sex toy store or just buy on Amazon. And actually, the junior high girl can buy on Amazon too. So uh, your argument's been negated. And yeah, and girls discover with dude, uh, dude, fingers fingers are free. Well, they also right? girls can use an electric toothbrush. I've heard more than one story. I've heard more than one story of the electric toothbrush. It doesn't go up and in, but you rest it on the surface and vibrate. And, you know, that's that's all they need. Yeah, but the thing is, if that goddamn thing snaps off in there, you can't sue that I company. I just said you're not putting it inside. I just said you don't put it in. You just, you know, pressure on the surface. You're saying use an electric toothbrush as opposed to your own fucking hand? I have heard stories, my friend. I have heard stories. People talk to me after comedy shows. You do a sex joke on stage, someone's talking to you after the show. See, I, I think any woman that's using an electric toothbrush is just plain lazy. Call me. I'm not talking women. I'm talking junior high girls again. We're going back to how they discover, goddammit. This is where your sleep deprivation and drunkenness have you uh, losing focus, my friend. Wait a minute. So you're saying that a junior high girl came up to you after a show? No, I am saying a woman you, who came up to me more than one. It's been at least three that said yes when they were younger. Okay, they experimented with the electric toothbrush because they didn't have the wherewithal. This was before Amazon. They didn't have. They had discovered. They discovered electric toothbrushes before fingers. They knew this what is technology were. gone awry. No, they this discovered is... fingers, but they they wanted to upgrade. That's the whole point: is upgrading. There are certain things technology can do that humans can't, that fingers can't, my friend. I'm going to argue on the side of sex toys in this in this argument. Obviously, I'm taking the side of sex toys. Now, I find them overpriced and strange. Oh, man. they're overpriced. Don't get me wrong there. I, I you know, I don't get the, the, the why they're expensive. The easy, cheap That's fucking what I'm saying. plastic mold. these fucking things? I've seen them, if yeah. If these just... were the price of toothbrushes, if I could go to my 99 cent store... You know, maybe that's why that is why they use toothbrushes. Maybe women still use a toothbrush because it's cheaper and, you know, than, than plopping down whatever it costs at a sex store. I live in Washington Heights. I'm in a Dominican neighborhood. I'm sure there's women up here using yucca roots and you know, all <laughs> kinds of shit. But like, I'm just saying, I'm talking sex toys, man. I'm talking straight up price. Like, why go to a place and pay anything more than like $10, $20 for something that's just going to make you go, eh, and then you grunt, and then you tingle, and then that's it the fuck man you can do that with your hands jake you said you have shrooms and they just make you go "Ooh, i feel giggly some people would argue against that it's like negative you're having an extended yeah but they it's basically an extended orgasm sure your orgasm is longer and better and it's different it's a mental orgasm you know but an argument can be made for anything no it's not an orgasm is just like a it's a fucking momentary thing. But it feels it's really great. good. I, I love, I, no, 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 no. Shrooms last. 
I just Anywhere said it's from like, like six yeah. to fucking twelve hours. I said that you that yours would be an extended mental orgasm that what you're feeling lasts longer, but you buy a you, you the shroom gets used once. You buy a shroom, you eat it, you have your extended. The twenty dollar dildo that gets used for how many years? So it could add up the you know cost over time. So you're saying that as long as they keep every sex toy for as long as my granny kept her wooden hand cranked fucking like 19 butter churn. Now your grandmother used her butter churn. As long as like that one, you know what I mean? The one that gives you splinters, but that's yes, okay because it gives you nostalgia too. Like that, that, that kind of one. As long as they keep the sex toy for that fucking long, it's as good as mushrooms. I'm saying return on investment, my friend. Hey, the recorder's about to cut us off. We're we're running out of time. Is there anything Fingers you Fingers can't do mushrooms, motherfucker. <laughs> Let me just close with that shit. Fingers can't how do mushrooms? You? Yeah, yeah. You just argued against yourself. Mushrooms. You just argued. Now no, you're I taking didn't. both sides. Fingers can't do the same things mushrooms do. Oh. Fingers you, uh, you and, were about and, fingers, and palms. Though. You just said you were pro-finger, now you're anti-finger. See, you have just argued both sides of it. Hey, uh, we can pick this up next Go week ahead. if we feel, feel it's important, but uh, the recorder is counting down because it's only limited. Um, folks, it's not. listeners, shrooms are better what than do you think? Toys. Are sex toys good? Are shrooms better than sex toys? Should women use dildos? Email us. Tell us what you think. JakeVever.com, NathanTimmel.com, or obviously you can leave comments right on the SoundCloud site. Uh, We want to know your thoughts on sex toys and shrooms. All right. Thanks for listening. Later.